Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another Steelhead Alley Outfitters Fishing Report with Patrick Robinson. How you doing, Patrick? I'm doing great, man. Good to be back with you this evening. Absolutely, and uh, I heard you took the broom and swept out the the rest of the winter weather this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I think they held on to the uh, the last massive blast until I decided to be on the water, and uh, yeah, I took care of all of it. Two days, man. Said, get throw it all at me, and uh, they did. So we uh, we warmed up since then, and it's been really nice. Uh, you know, I think they say that we're one of the cloudiest places in the country in the wintertime. Uh, and, uh, legitimately like they, they, they built munitions plants up here during world war two, because they said that the bomber, if, if we were to ever be bombed, they couldn't get bombs through the cloud cover. So there's some legitimacy to that statement. And, uh, but in the last, uh, few days we have seen glorious sunshine. In fact, the top of my dome right now is sunburnt from yesterday. So we are, uh, we're happy to see the sun again and things are warming as are the waters. And, uh, that's really got the fish turned on. Yeah, so so what are you seeing on the water? Uh, a lot of fish. <laughs> you know, we were we we've really had a dry spring. We we've we've, uh, we've actually needed some rain uh and uh, we haven't been getting it. It's a two-edged sword. Uh you know, uh, our favorite one of our favorite streams to fish in the spring is the Grand River, but it's it's the largest watershed that we have uh here in the area. Uh, the largest stream we have here in the area that uh, that we fish, and so there are some springs where if you get on that river for uh, you know two or three days out of the spring, you can consider yourself fortunate. And uh, and it has been the only stream uh, fishing up until uh, this weekend when we actually did get we had some rain roll in. I guess it was Thursday, and then uh, Friday the the river actually started to push up, and and uh, and our rivers finally got a bump of water. Uh, that we were desperately needing. But prior to that, there were fish literally everywhere. I was out last Wednesday just doing some scouting, uh, preparing for the uh, the next few days. And literally every hole that I went by, anglers were pulling fish out of. Every hole that I stopped in, I was hitting fish in. So there are there's just a ton of fish in, in the systems right now. And uh, we're still early enough in the season, of course, with every with every push of water, we're still having some fish coming in. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a great scene out there. We've had a great spring so far with very few cancellations and a lot of fish coming to hand. Got it. And so as things are warming up and you're getting water and the fish are becoming more active, how does that translate into kind of your approach to, uh, to catch one of these great fish? Well, you know, we're, uh, the, the spring is, is more so, um, the time of year where you're where you're actually seeing fish spawning so that's that's kind of again to use the term a two-edged sword you know when people can see fish um sometimes the ethics go out the window and and uh people you know are hammering fish that are that are on gravel and shallow areas so what we tell people uh when, when we're with clients and obviously they're seeing all these people fishing in shallow water where they can see fish the, the question always comes up well why aren't we fishing up there and uh, we always tell them, you know, some of the best places to fish uh, are not, it's not up on the gravel. We give them the ethical statement of why we don't want to do that. And they're like, well, isn't this a man-made fishery? We're like, yes, it is. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to leave here uh, from this man-made fishery and go out to a fishery where it's wild fish and, and people not understanding the difference. And then all of a sudden you're doing something that's, uh, that could be detrimental to, uh, to a wild fishery. And so we always tell people, like, find those deep holes. Uh, and slots below spawning habitat because that's where your drop back hens 
uh, the ones that have spawned out and dropped back. That's why we call them drop back ends. They drop back off the gravel and they're headed back to the big water, whether it be an ocean or a lake in our, in our uh, situation, uh, one of the Great Lakes. They drop back into those holes below gravel to rest, feed, uh, regain the energy as they head back to the lake. But then also you'll have the big pre-spawn hens uh, that are coming up to the spawning gravel that will stage in those holes. And so sometimes the best fish that you can get in the river are going to be located in those holes. And so those are the ones that we try and focus on uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, going up and, and uh, bothering the fish that are actually in the process of spawning. Got it. And want to give a shout out to our friends at Norvice who have generously been sponsoring the fishing reports with you guys. And, you know, we were talking before we started recording, Patrick, um, I guess we're in the home stretch of March Madness, so folks need to keep going over to the Facebook page and check out what's going on with Norvice over there so they can vote for their favorite pattern. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're down to the final four uh, remaining tires, and so it's, uh, it's, it's getting serious quick. And uh, so, yeah, get out there uh, and to the Norvice Facebook page uh, when they post those, uh, those entries. I think it's a 24-hour voting period. Uh, and you can your vote is your vote only counts when you click on the thumbs up uh, or the heart emoji uh, on the actual picture of the tire. So do us all a favor and uh, pound one of those buttons for the best hide fly. Okay, not not the most popular person, the best hide fly, because uh, we want these guys to uh, to earn their keep. And uh, there's been some good entries, no doubt. Uh, and there's it's been really cool to see the cross section of of tires too. There's been some some people who just got into the sport we've had some kids that were in the uh in the competition and it was just it was really cool to see some of those kids uh you know and what they what they were turning out uh but yeah we're down to the final four so uh get out there and help them uh wrap this thing up and uh hopefully they'll end up with a great winner at the end yeah there you go and we've got a question for you too patrick hit me yeah, I'll hit you. So this is from Dal0226. That's his Instagram handle. Don't really know who that is, but he wants to know who caught more fish, Tim or Tyler? Uh, Tim definitely caught more fish. Yeah, no doubt about that. <coughs> yes, with all the wisdom of uh, advanced age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, they actually uh, they actually both did uh, did fairly well. In fact, truth be told, I guided them on day one. Um, and I know who guided them on day two. If we are, if we are looking at those two guided days, truth be told, it was a dead heat. Well, there they you go. Up. So they both had a good day despite the cold conditions. Um, they were really, really fortunate. Day one, I didn't know exactly what we were going to end up with. And, uh, they ended up with, uh, a, a decent number of fish to hand, uh, in very tough conditions. So hats off to them. Uh, for uh, putting in a, uh, a tough day and uh, for tolerating me. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. And you know, folks, uh, next time we're going to draw for the prize, which is I think it's a $100 Norvice gift certificate, and I think it's a $100 uh, gift certificate from you guys. Right, Patrick? It is, yep. Yep, and you know, because I'm, I'm super talented, we'll actually draw uh, on the episode. So if you have a question for Patrick, you have one last chance to get it in. You can email it to us. You can send it to us on our Facebook, our Instagram page, and you might be able to uh, have your question selected. I'd send you some articulate fly swag, and then you get entered into the drawing and we would draw in the next episode. Sounds like a win-win situation. 
get them questions in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, Patrick, I know you guys have been super busy getting booked up for the guide season, but uh, why don't you let folks know your availability and how to reach out and uh, book a day with you? Yeah, they can uh, they can reach us uh, anytime on the web uh, by going to www.steelheadalleyoutfitters.com. Uh, they can email me at team, that's T is in Tom, E is in Edward, A-M, at steelheadalleyoutfitters.com. They can also reach us by phone at 888-453-5899. We do have just a couple of very small uh, spots here and there remaining in March. Most of those are uh, have been last-minute cancellations. Uh, and then into early April, we're, we're booked pretty solid, so we're, we're, we're booking out uh, the, the remaining openings in mid uh, to late April at this point. And uh, so if you're in for some steelhead, we're good to go for steelhead through the end of April. And then we switch over to uh, warm water pursuits, uh, smallmouth and, uh, and pike and that kind of thing uh, following the steelhead season. So feel free to give us a shout on any of those uh, different points of contact. We're happy to get you out on the water. Well, there you go, folks, and uh, you need to take advantage of this warming uh, weather on Steelhead Alley and get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Patrick. Thanks, Marvin.